Moncrief on News Talk. Declan Buckley and uh, Barbara Scully, who loves getting a photograph taken, uh, are uh, joined us in the studio because we were halfway through some story about getting your photograph taken. Do you want me to tell you this? Yeah, go on. Okay, so this was the first time I had to get my photograph taken for passport when you couldn't smile. Oh, and yeah. so, and my husband's a photographer, so he lined me up against the white wall and we started, he knocked off a whole load of shots and I went to have a look at them in the back. And you know, as you get older, your resting face looks really sad because yes. everything's gone down. <laughs> so if you don't smile, you actually look really tragic. So I was mm. like, oh no, that won't do. So go back. And like that, I was trying to look. You have to kind of almost pull it on off so that it's level, but not so I much I tried everything. Smile. I was trying Hilarious. to look mysterious and trying to look <laughs> everything with my eyes and, and nothing. I just looked madder and sadder with each. And in the end, he got completely like kind of, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. You have to pick one of these hundred images now that's going to be on your passport forever. But I remember at the end of the day thinking, if we went up to the bedroom, and took the duvet off the bed with the white sheet and I lay on the bed so that instead of my face going down it was going to the side and he stood That's over an me interesting trick. with yeah. the camera he wouldn't do it because <laughs> you've okay. that trick before yeah. <laughs> you and your seducing <laughs> <laughs> yo take a picture uh, yeah, of me yeah, in yeah, the yeah, bedroom yeah. it's for my passport yeah, I've got a headache yeah my love passport <laughs> right uh, we'll get to that in a minute anyway yes uh, I met my boyfriend on a dating app and we've been together for six months. We're getting on really well and I'm so relieved to have finally met someone who makes me happy. He talks a-, a lot about how he knew from our very first conversations on the app that I was the one for him. What he doesn't know is that those conversations were with a chat bot. At the time, I was so frustrated with the apps that I heard about an extension that you can place on the app and it will do the initial chat for you. Answering all the usual predictable questions, e.g. what you do, what you like to do in the weekends, what are you watching on TV, all things I had fed into the AI in advance. However, the chatbot was able to learn a lot about me. It was able to carry a more in-depth conversation than I could imagine. After the first few days, I took over the conversation. We met for our first uh, uh, date soon after that. Should I tell my boyfriend that the person he was talking to wasn't actually me and that I was having conversations with a lot of other guys at the time through my AI? (laughs) (laughs) That chatbot sounds like a great idea. Do you know what I mean? stupid. What? You know the way you go on and you're gonna and you're gonna if say for instance right you're waiting for your package from some delivery company and then you put in the tracking number and it says and it just says it's been in Frankfurt Airport for the last seven weeks and then you get a little box saying hi my name's Ethel oh yeah Can those ones are you? useless and yeah. you ask her where's my package it's been in Frankfurt yeah. it tells, yeah. you, tells you nothing <laughs> no uh, but a chatbot that you can use on a dating app says so she who's never even seen never mind used a dating app. That would answer all those kind of stupid questions because I can understand your woman was getting fed up of answering all these questions. Mm. I think that sounds remarkably intelligent. I think that was a wise thing to do. Artificially intelligent, even. Artificially intelligent. But I mean, it just kind of, you know, it just did away with all the kind of, you know, preliminary Preliminary kind of, um, you know, straight up questions. I think that sounds a great idea. So number one, I think that's a great idea. Uh, number two, I think, no, why would you tell him? Um, you know, he got the right information. She'd put the information in. It wasn't like the chatbot told her a whole load of stuff, that told him a whole load of stuff about her that wasn't true. So I think it all seemed like, um, uh, to me, uh, to my innocent mind, it seemed like a very... Um, uh, kind of intelligent well, she says to do. the AI then was able to carry on a more in-depth conversation than I can imagine now I don't know what that means I don't know either but you know and to me <laughs> I thought you know it's kind of like using a dictaphone instead of doing the typing yourself do you know 
I don't see it being any yeah. more than that. As in, like, it's a technological but kind yeah, of mediation. Shortcut. Yeah. I think yeah. fair play, I wouldn't tell him. Yeah. And I certainly wouldn't tell him you're talking to other guys. I'm sure he was talking to other women as well. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I presume that's the way those things think work. Like, so, oh, come on, you know, you're not, yeah. you, you know, you haven't had the chat. You know, yeah. you're not, yeah. you know, you're not doing a line. You're not going steady. You know, you can talk to whoever you want to. Um, and I also think, look, you know, there's a lot of conversations happening about AI, at the, you know, at the moment and, and, and their capabilities are developing. I think the chatbots that we're talking about nowadays are way more advanced than the old kind of, do you remember the paper clip that used to pop up on Microsoft Word <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can I help you with anything today oh yeah and you'd be like you're in the middle of my f- I don't even know how to get rid of you you know yeah and they were also useless because it would be like, you know, basically the answer was always go to the help page. You know, yeah, it was never exactly, really any yeah. useful. Um, but nowadays, they're, you know, they are learning and they are developing their capabilities and it is really interesting. However, it still is just a tool because, you know, as you've already pointed out, Barbara, when the conversation with the guy was taken over by her and then brought into the real world, she took over. She's not yeah. still, you know, kind of pretending to be something that she's not. If she'd been lying, like yes. if the AI had told all of these lies about, you know, I'm an expert choice. on, you know, yeah. Nottingham Forest football team and yeah. I love hanging out with, you know, weirdos like you. And that wasn't the case. Well, then obviously the whole thing would have come up. Come yeah. up and, and also really interestingly uh, to the point is that she's into the guy. So the whole point is that that's the new yeah. bitch that she's gone. She was being uh, work shy or, yeah. you know, whatever the word is you want to say earlier on. Now she's going, OK, this is all working out. I'm kind of into him now. I want to I want to take up the, the thing. I'm going to let him see a little bit more of me. I'm going to be more, yeah. you know, whatever it is. That's kind of normal, isn't it? I would have thought so. Yeah, I don't understand what the problem is. But he knew from their very first conversation that I was the one for him. But he wasn't having a conversation. That was very first conversation with a computer facsimile of her rather than her. But if, man, my understanding of these things is a bit ropey. But the AI was giving him the answers that she had already fed into it. So it wasn't, it was not but telling. She said, but she said the AI kind of developed on that. And well, you know, yeah, but that's maybe, what maybe made, made her look a bit more interesting than she actually is. <laughs> maybe he hasn't got around asking her okay. about Nottingham Forest well, yet. My comparison there would be, you know, maybe makeup made her look much better than she actually looks oh. on the first okay. day. And makeup is a technolo- technology that people use to kind of ameliorate their, you know, interactions with the real world. And, and many women will relate that the first time that they let some guy sentence. take makeup in their makeup. Makeup is a technology that helps people ameliorate <laughs> I'm, I'm a drag queen. I write that shit all the time. Honest <laughs> to God, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, it is an equivalent though because it is like, you yeah, know, no, oh, I don't want him to see me with my makeup yes, off. Yes, exactly. And it's exactly the same kind of thing. She was presenting a version of herself that you kind of, you know, her CV or her kind of LinkedIn And we all do that profile. all the time. Anyway, yeah. especially when you so meet somebody you're trying I to press for the first that time. Anything I don't to think there's anything to answer either. for so here. So we are in total agreement, Declan, yeah. which is an unusual. It is. It yeah. is. It so is. we think she's fine. And she doesn't have to tell him. She doesn't no, have to tell ever. Him. Never, ever. On their Maybe wedding night. later, you know, it might be like, oh, you know, but yeah. I mean, like, that's like... Well, because you might start saying, well, was that you? How do I, when, when did it stop? Which bit of you, you know? <laughs> and then she kind of glitches and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's still not real. And she goes, yeah. just don't call me Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri, will you please go to the shops? Uh, I, I would say that poor chap is still trying to get over the fact that she doesn't look anything like her heavily filtered profile picture. Yeah. Therefore, Twice. too soon to let him know he wasn't even talking to a real woman. Ooh. 
Uh, Barbara thinks a chatbot is a great idea. Careful what you wish for. It could replace you on this slot, uh, oh says gosh. Andrew. Zippity doo Oh no. Yeah. What about me? Uh, <laughs> impossible. Shane <laughs> says, How does uh, your one with the chatbot issue not know whether the boyfriend was using his chatbot as well? Well, Everybody's chatbotting away. Yeah. Maybe the two chatbots. Maybe like yeah. one of them at the top. <laughs> 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 My best friend in work has been off for the past year on maternity leave. I've covered aspects of her job, but I'm looking forward to her coming back in a few weeks. Since she has gone, there's been a change in management in our office. And let's just say they're a little bit difficult to work for. I'm due to meet my friend next week for lunch before she comes back to give her the lay of the land. But I'm wondering how much I should tell her about the new management. I don't want her to dread coming back, so I was going to say nothing. But on the other hand, I'd feel bad if I didn't say anything. I'm leaning towards saying nothing. But what do you guys think? Okay, so what's happening here is there's a kind of a clash between two different relationships. There's a relationship with a friend of yours who, you know, you you, you call them your best friend in work. But, but they're mm-hmm. actually a work colleague as well. And and it's it's a difficult space to negotiate because when you're in the workplace certain kind of behaviours can get you into trouble. You can actually be in breach of your work contract for doing X, Y and Z and, and stuff like that. Things I think that the might... next question's about I'd that. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so, 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 so from that point of view I can understand why there is a little bit of a, an, imb- an um, ambivalence in the letter writer to basically say what she really feels or he what he really feels. Um, personally, I think uh, when it comes to a situation with work colleagues, you have to also be really careful because if you say something, for example, if I was to say something to Sean about you coming <gasps> back after not being here last week and... <laughs> you want to talk and about that. And then Sean have a chat with you privately away from me. I can't control that conversation. There's stuff happening. It's not, it's not, relationships are not only, you know, bilateral. They kind of happen in many directions. So from that point of view, I think, you know, you don't really know what the relationship with the new boss and this new person could be going down the line future, you know. So from that point of view, you want to play a little bit box clever. Um, and I, I would suggest kind of, yeah, not really saying very much. Really? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. No, I mean, I, well, yeah, I kind of saw it in a different way. I mean, I just saw that number one, I thought it was very thoughtful of this person to think about her friend coming back from maternity leave and kind of sparing her feelings or not making her anxious about mm, coming back yeah. by painting a very dark picture of... Because of, she wants her to come back and she wants her to come back for her. But I think also she doesn't want her to... Yeah, okay. Gosh, you're very cynical. Yeah, okay. But I just think she <laughs> ah, doesn't no, want... I was, gonna, I was inclined yeah. to take this on face value. Yeah, yeah. so was I. Really? Yeah. In that yeah. she just didn't want her to be dreading coming back by yeah. telling her like that the management has changed and things are more difficult. But having said that, I think she should alert her a little bit. I mean, most people would just be going, oh, oh my God, wait till I tell you, you know, mm. instead of this boss, we know if that boss and he's awful or she's awful or whatever. Um, and not give a moment's thought to how the person coming back from maternity leave feels. And if you've been out from maternity leave, you've probably been out for about a year, a year or yeah. more. Yeah. And you do feel on the back foot very often ah, yeah. coming back in. Because and you're things confident. Change anyway. Things will things change. change anyway. Things have moved on. You've been yeah. out of the picture. So it is a difficult, you know, it's a difficult transition to come back in. Um, so I do think that, you know, coming back in blind to something significant that has changed in the office wouldn't be great. So I think as a friend, you have a duty to 
pre-warn her a little bit about the fact mm. that things have changed and things are different and a little bit stickier. I wouldn't paint a really black picture of like it's awful and I hate it and all the rest of it. But I certainly would alert her to the fact that things have changed and give her kind of a bit of the down low as to how that manifests itself in her job, which is what she's going back to. Um, but without causing her like major But you know the way like stress. we work relationships, you, you can actually, you, you can actually be fully aware of your responsibilities and the fact that the work needs to be done and still kind of hate that you have to do it. Mm. And you can also hate the, the person that is telling you that you have to do it. And sometimes you bond over the fact that we, yeah. the little people, hate the, the, the you know, person. the whip master. Yeah. And that's kind of part of the bonding thing. And it can happen privately and casually. But I think sometimes when you know the relationships, you can do that sensibly. Where yeah. somebody coming out blind and they're not actually part of that dynamic yet. Yeah. And if they come back in, even though you've spoken to them about a dynamic, if they don't perceive the same dynamic and they're not part of that same dynamic when they come back, you might find that you're the one who's kind of on the out of that. And that can be a very dangerous political situation to make yourself into. You know what I mean? God. Any boss who would refer to themselves as the whip master would be like <laughs> to me anyway. Uh, yeah, depending on what line of work you're yeah, in, exactly. of course. You haven't worked where I work. Uh, and I don't but, think most, you know, I have a feeling this is, well, obviously the woman, who, the one who's coming back is a woman. Um, and I have a feeling this is a woman as well. And I just think that those demarcation lines that you talk about, about work colleagues and friendships and all that kind of stuff are much more blurred. No, no, I agree. Perhaps that's, for that's women. What I, that's what I'm saying. It is blurred. And that's what I meant. What I mean is, is that on a friendship level, it's, it's much more familiar and comfortable to be kind of, you know, honest about yeah. how you feel about something. This person's making me feel very bad. Let's have a conversation in our emotions about that. And you can say, oh, relax. Come, blah, blah. But this other person is, is also potentially going to be impacted by that scenario, but possibly not. And may even actually like this person because yeah. just because you like me doesn't mean you like everybody God, that's that I know. fierce, complicated. But could you, could you not just say, <laughs> look, we have a new manager, Tommy. He's grand, but he hates people who wear hats. So don't wear a hat. Into the, you know, there must be a few basic stairs that she can give her. So it was not to make life more difficult for herself yes. when she gets back. Just forewarned, just forearmed. That's what this person is saying. This person isn't saying that the, the, the mechanics of the way we run our department have changed and I'm finding it difficult. They're saying, I don't like this person. And I, yeah. and I think they're a big... Egypt and I'm go- I, I'm thinking about telling my pal that they're in Egypt so they'll come to work to meet the Egypt and oh, but I, don't I think, think that's assuming that this woman who's coming back from maternity leave is an idiot. Do you know what I mean? No. I mean, if her and this is her best work friend. Do you know what I mean? If she says, "I'm not getting on with your man," like you know, he's an idiot, or your woman, uh, he she's an idiot, and she's you know making us do stupid things and all the rest of it. Um, I'm sure this woman, if she discovers within a month of being back that she doesn't have an issue, then she won't have an issue. But yeah. I think that. But yeah, but if they're actual, you know, friends. if they're friends to yeah. work, friends to any degree, you'd be able to say, "Well, actually, I found them all right." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I get that. I, I suppose, but I do think that sometimes, you know, saying stuff about somebody at work that you could say quite easily among friends can be a dangerous space because yeah. work is a different setup, and having opinions about people you work with 
you know everybody has opinions about the people they work with yeah but sometimes they shouldn't say them out loud they don't talk about them you're not allowed in most cases yeah Uh, (laughs) it's a poor girl that's coming back to a difficult manager give her the heads up someone else says the person whose friend this is complicated the person whose friend was on maternity leave might find that they themselves don't find working under the new boss is tough uh, when her friend is back in the office i.e. the fact that her friend was missing may have been a huge factor in finding it tough to work under the new boss yeah, that's that. a good point. Yeah, yeah I get that. And, and again, I, I th- so, so so maybe that person who made that comment has kind of crystallised what I'm trying to say. Mm. I'm trying to say is don't preempt the scenario that's going to evolve when she comes back to work. Mm. Let her come back to work and then... Discover for herself. Well, discover yeah. what? I still oh, think... No. no, so that means the person who wrote into us is essentially incompetent. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> no, that's what we're not. discovering. No, it's, oh, just, no. it's a dynamic of the workplace. If somebody isn't there who's normally there, the workplace changes automatically. It's not bearing on anybody's competencies or even the work that's been done. It's to do with the vibe in the space. The vibe, you know, it's a busy day, but at least I had a laugh with you, Barbara. That kind of thing. As opposed to... Oh, this is, you know, when you're not here, you know, it's, you know, that's really all I think this person is saying is when you weren't here, I it was. You. Uh, yeah, I missed yeah. you. I missed yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, the new boss didn't because the new boss doesn't know no. maternity yeah. guard no. at all. No. Uh, someone else says, I did a management course, part of which addressed uh, uh, change. I would suggest painting a broad picture of yes. the new management and outline only the useful factors and leave out the negatives. Perhaps have a follow up later to see how she's getting on, which just proves management courses mean. Lying yeah, yeah, yeah. through lying. your teeth to extract as much work out of them as you can. Yeah. No, not to see here. You're perfectly happy. Bit of change, but it's fine. Yeah. That's kind of exactly what I was saying yeah. as well. So maybe, maybe I drank the Kool Aid. Uh, uh, speaking about being happy at work, I'm in a secret relationship with a colleague, but it's purely for sex during working hours. God, I've longed to read up that sentence. Uh, we're in a really busy multinational company, and the stress levels are high. One day we just lost a run of ourselves in a small office and the relief and release was unbelievable. So now we regularly step away from our desks and have a quickie somewhere in the building. It's been amazing. However, one day we got caught on CCTV and now the footage has been flying around the office. Unfortunately, other people have been identified and despite their protestations to the contrary, the HR department has come down on them like a ton of bricks. My sex buddy thinks we just let them take the heat because there hasn't been any real repercussions for them, except for being banned from the printing room. Uh, but I feel so guilty that the whole thing is, to- uh, the whole office is talking about them. <laughs> I swear to God, offices have changed <laughs> since lot, I was there. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like, the first question I have to ask is like, is this kind of common, having a sex buddy in work to That's help you release printing the printing rooms tension? are actually for. <laughs> is it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right, because yeah. I, I really so would like to want to go paperless. Yeah, <laughs> that's why our, our photocopier breaks down every other day. It's like, yeah. You'd be scared to put your hands on it. Oh, oh yeah, oh, you stop. would. Oh, yeah. stop. But I mean, you know, yeah, fair play and all that uh, that you found a way around, you know, dealing with your stress. Um, but I think that uh, letting other people take the heat for. Um, uh, for your adventures isn't really cool. I think you're right to feel a bit guilty about it. And your sex buddy is a bit of a creep if he thinks it's OK uh, to let this other poor, innocent couple take the, the heat from HR over something they didn't do. Having said that, I don't know how you, the person who wrote into us, 
can sort this out without obviously, um, you know, revealing yourself, you and your mate. To <laughs> well, be, I think they've done more than enough of yes, that. Yeah, but reveal <laughs> yeah. to the entire rest of the office that it was yeah, he and not yes. yeah, expose yourselves. <laughs> then the other two poor innocent uh, bystanders. So you're kind of stuck with probably having to live with it unless you want to come clean. Um, so I guess you kind of just have to have to let it slide. Um <laughs> the other thing like I really the, the other thing which as I was reading this I was thinking I really hope that you're respectful of communal spaces in the office when you're doing your adventures it sounds like they were choosing where, where we do it today yeah. kind of jobby and I kind yeah. of have this like I hate to think of bare bottoms on things that other people might be touching and stuff like so that would really upset me yeah so maybe maybe you shouldn't be having sex I assume that's what the CCTV was probably just bare bottoms rather than yeah, people were clearly exactly. Identifiable, and they were going around the office with a photograph. That's the arse. Can I ask a question about how you know Nolene and HR would have identified people? You know, yeah, yeah. Especially if they denied it flat out. Deny it. I mean, you know, presumably that's why you know there's been no actual recriminations or repercussions, should I say? Because like you can't. I don't, Unless I don't, they pick the two most unlikely people in the office to be having. Because I say Nolene probably brought them in and says, we'd like to remind you about having sexual congress in the printing room or whatever. <laughs> yeah, without so saying it was you. It was you, yeah. Exactly. But everybody knows they were called in. Everybody knows they were given this explanation. Which uh, is kind of outrageous. No yeah. one should be ashamed of herself. Yeah. But also, I mean, it is, it is actually... No just doing her job. She Come on. <laughs> she's, she's, just, she's just the messenger. She's not even real. She's yeah. an AI chatbot. Yeah. She's just doing what she's telling my head. And that's what it is. She's getting all these people all, all turned on and she's then they like, have to run into yeah. the printing room. Um, yeah, but it, it is kind of like, obviously, I think I can understand the frisson and the excitement of engaging in a little bit of a, you know, yeah. an office romance or whatever. You can kind of see how people might want to um, detach themselves from the I don't think the there's anything romantic about drum. it. Well, they're, well, okay, they're, the, the excitement of, yeah. of, you know, away from the humdrum of like daily work in a multinational <laughs> company. But um, I, I do think that, you know, come on, you know, get a grip, you know, just calm down. Calm down there now. The Maybe if they just did it in the loo, would that be better? <laughs> well, there's just, probably no CCTV know, in like, the loo. They just did it in the loo. They probably have. It's I don't like think you're loo. allowed to have CCTV in the loo. Oh no, I think that would be illegal. Yeah, yeah. So I do, so they be so just do it yeah. in the loo. Don't be doing it in the print room. Yeah. But I feel terrible. Sorry for the two who've been and everybody talking and laughing about them. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And they wouldn't the room smell afterwards? Uh, someone wonders. They, yeah, because that because they because presumably this the, the, the accused couple aren't in a relationship and and maybe they're in other relationships. Exactly. So now the whole office thinks this pair have been. Yeah. Doing God knows what in the print room and other places. So should they own up? Should they own up? Should they actually, because of that, it could have repercussions for these two innocent people's lives. Well, only in as far as the whole office is talking about. But yeah, but it could get out of the office. Do you know, if they are in relationships with other people, you don't want to, you know, what's the whole office is talking about? Yeah, no, yeah, and, yeah. And, and being unjustly or, you know, accused of a crime you didn't commit. Yeah, it's like that's a, not yeah. You know, you'll end up in the A-team or something. Yeah. But, I think what the per- people who wrote the letter, instead of writing a letter to us, you could have written an anonymous letter to oh, Nolene yes, and HR. Yes, yes, yes. I want to let you know that I am the culprit. I will never reveal myself, but I do work in the office. Yeah. That's it. And then they go, Nolene will go, well, actually, we're wrong we about who was this. Yes. But there is somebody else here. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Sorry. Nolene could decide that it was them who wrote the letter. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, but then okay, then, it was just a cunning ploy, or yeah. there's a like, genius ploy. There's like two women in the office, and so you know, guess who? Is yeah. it Claire from Guess Who? But I want to know: Do other people have sex buddies at the office? I want to know that. Okay, text in and tell us about your. your do you have a sex, sex buddy, buddy in the office? Some people don't work in offices. Barbara. Well, in your yeah. work, that's true. People work at home. It's probably have you know. Well, you then it's your husband, buddy. like it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not the same. Some people. I think it's quite common for people to, you know, relieve themselves, so to speak, sexually speaking, without necessarily having a sex buddy to do that. In the office, like? Yeah. Well, they might. I assume not. They won't do it at their desks. I never witnessed it, but uh, they might go into the loo and do it. Your face is is closest, Barbara. Faces. Just some people. Some people. Well, you suggested they go in with their sex buddies in there, so you know they could have a quick ham shandy in there as well. You said it was common. And that's why men. It's men, obviously. What? It's men. Generally. I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> what do you mean you don't this know? This is like, you know, know, this is what the Daily Mail tells me. That's, that's <laughs> So it must be true. Facts are facts. Yeah. I facts really need, all, I need all of this clarified, please. Because I obviously, as I've said a million times before, live a very innocent life. I yeah. really need to know, do people have sex buddies and are people having, what did you call them? Not ham sandwiches? Ham shandy. Them, yeah. them yokes yeah. in, the, in the toilets, in work, during the day. During, oh my God, that just... Oh, because men are bad enough about washing their hands after they have a pee. Oh, no. Jesus. I know you would wash your hands after that. Would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. Uh, Niall says, our correspondent uh, could arrange to get an anonymous (laughs) note sent to HR. There you go. Saying that the people being blamed are not those involved. Worst risk is that an investigation might be conducted, but the accused people will be protected from overspill into their own lives. Uh, says Niall. Overspill. Uh, someone says that maybe it's Nolene herself and oh. she's married and trying to divert away uh, onto someone she's else. Nolene oh. knows the rules. Cunning. Yeah. Cunning. Well, yeah. Oh. That's it. That's what's going on there. Oh, that's genius. genius. Nolene's yeah. behind the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Jessica <laughs> Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, somebody else says that the couple in the office uh, had to have known there was CCTV uh, wherever they had their illicit liaison. They should fess up and let those two other unfortunates off the hook. Imagine the mortification of them going into work every day and not even guilty. Uh, I yeah, imagine that's, that's yeah. not fair. Every that's time they go up cool. to make a cup of tea, everyone's ah, they're gone again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where and those two people can't be seen talking to each other Exhaust. ever. No, ever. Yeah, no, that's not especially cool. they can't leave at the same time, come no. in at the same time. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, I remember years ago, my wife, then girlfriend, worked with a nasty piece of work. We were in her office one evening and had a serious shag on that wagon's desk. There you go. Oh, God. Oh, that answers your question oh, there. God. People are having... Uh, uh, speaking of, uh, Jim's on. Uh, Jim got, uh, got to the uh, the slot slightly later today. He says, uh, turned in a while ago to hear Barbara there saying, my husband put me up against a wall and fired off a few shots. Interesting new take on the slot, I thought. I did oh, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I can't be judging anyone Director and Barbara thank you both very much as ever Moncrief weekdays at 2pm on News Talk